This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Finally, a night with no baseball that we could be miserable about. But I am curious to see what happened with Gordon and the Wasps. You can find out as well at 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, formerly Twitter. At Hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM at Gordon Damer. We ride until 10 o'clock tonight in for Dan Grasser, Harvey and Joe, the birthday boy, Leo, along the ride. And then Big Daddy Ty Butler at 10 o'clock on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, how we feeling, my friend? Oh, I hear the chipperness in your voice. I suspect Harvey hit the music. This is now our Gordon versus the Wasp update. When last we left Gordon and the Wasp, he had doused the hive with vinegar and water and was smiling and laughing <laughs> as he ran away. Today we find out just what happened. Are the Wasps alive? They are, Larry. They are no! thriving. It has had absolutely no impact. No. Yeah, so I, I do believe that the Wasp's uh, clothing has never been more vibrant. It really got all the stains out. But I went out this morning, and, it, you know, it was a little drizzle early on. I thought, oh, well, maybe uh, I went outside. I, I looked from afar, and I didn't see anything. And then as, as soon as I got to the bush, oh, no, they were they're carrying on like nothing ever happened. Wow. So the white vinegar water solution is a big, fat failure. Wow. Yeah. I'm a little surprised. Now, I did not dig into the, the bush to, to see if the, the hive has shrunk or anything like that, but the instructions that I was given was followed to the letter, and we were told, Larry, that it would suffocate That's the, what we the were wasps. Told. Yes. And they would all be dead. And That's I right. uh, went out for a big celebration this morning to uh, to dance on their graves. <laughs> and uh, they were just buzzing along just like nothing ever happened. So mm. uh, we are we are moving on to I don't know what plan this one is. It might be plan C or D. I'm not sure. But we have something cooked up for the wasps Uh-oh. after the show tonight. Oh, OK. Uh, would you care to illuminate? Um, Our audience. It is, or, or you don't uh, want the it, wasp to know. I don't want to get into too many specifics, but it's poison. We are oh. going to poison the wasp. We are going to murder oh. the hive of wasp with oh. straight up poison. We're not going any new age, oh, this thing and that thing, and it's good for the plants. No, no, no. These things will be dead by midnight tonight, Larry. <laughs> One way, if I have to get stung by all of them and they just, they, 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 they pass away from exhaustion. <laughs> They will be dead by midnight tonight. Wow. Huh. I got a hard deadline. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you do. And, and we know you don't want to spend that money. No, absolutely. Because now I'm already in. I, I'm in a, a, a couple of bucks here already. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> already today I got the conversation. You know, if I had just called them to begin with. Oh no, that's the worst. I yeah, said I no, 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 no. That's not. Oh. That's not true. A can of this stuff costs like five bucks. I could buy a <laughs> bunch of these five. I could, uh, you know, please. Oh no, not the. I told you so. Oh yeah. God. Well, those if we if we would have just oh, those are the worst. If Woody had gone right to the police, right? Oh. Now uh, we'll we'll get it done. It it, oh. it will be taken care of by tonight. Now I did see signs of the bush 
uh, changing colors as a result of being doused by uh, white vinegar. The bush is dead, but the wasp yeah, continue yeah, the, on. The, the bush is dying. That's <laughs> That much is true. But the wasps, I've not seen anything that has impacted them in any way. So not great. No, not what not. I was looking for when I woke up this morning. Oh, so that means there's no new video on TikTok. There is not. But they tell all oh, the white vinegar, they're going to get suffocated. Oh, this will work. Very disappointed. Trust me. I'm very disappointed. So after the show tonight, I'll be going back and listening to a couple of nights ago and finding out the names of the people involved <laughs> and calling well, them out by name. In the words of Brian Cashman, making some deals, it should have worked. It should have worked, Larry. <laughs> should have worked. And, and, I, and I, I, will pre- I don't know if the person or persons are going to call back. Mm-hmm. I followed the instructions to the letter. Okay. And this thing was doused, Larry. Yes. It was dri- and then at the end, I just Gatorade bathed it. At the end, I just poured it right over the top. So uh-huh. I-, I don't know what else. Clearly, the blame lies elsewhere. It's not on me. Okay. But now here, here, here's, the, here's the real question, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Now that you know what happened, yeah. if you had to do it again, would you go back and do the vinegar? In true Cashman style. Would you go back oh, no, and do it? No, again? no, no, no. Now that I know that it doesn't work, I am not one of these people that was just going to, no, it was the right move at the time. I really, I really like some of the things I'm seeing from the white vinegar. The white vinegar really has a lot of good benefits. We believe in the in white, white vinegar. vinegar. Yeah. We know, we know what the white vinegar contains, and we know that it's in there, and we, we really feel confident that we're going to see it here in the next couple of days. No. So you're not from, after looking at, it's just a couple of more steps. After seeing what the white vinegar did to the bush, it's clear that it should work. It should so we'll work, just give right. it a little bit more yep. time. It's coming. It, it's, you know? it's on the white vinegar to pull this out. <laughs> exactly. Right. No. No? I, and you know what else I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go buy more white vinegar. <laughs> That's another thing I'm not going to do. Uh, I don't know if you're in this to win it, Gordon. I really oh, don't know. Oh, 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 oh don't worry. <laughs> Larry? Mark my words, if I have to set that bush on fire, <laughs> well, those things will be dead by midnight tonight. Uh, 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 oh. I'm sorry it didn't work, Gordon. No, I was I, for, oh, man. Uh, you know, I went to bed last night. I did not have high hopes. I said, what, okay. what are the chances? You know, when, when, you, when you deal with things like this, this is a poison situation. You have to okay. poison these things. So yeah. I have gotten, I, I know a guy who knows a guy. Oh, I've gotten some poison and we will be moving on to I don't know what number of the plan this is, but I can tell you this is the final step. It's number one right now. Yeah, this is the final step. This is the last one. This is the last chapter in this book. Oh, gosh, it's crazy. Uh, Are there any more wasps in the garden, Gordon? I mean, you might as well, not so far as I know. Poison, they, they are them all. whether they know it or not, they should be moving right. They should be packing up their stuff right now and moving. Yeah, they should be uh, going to the bodega and getting the the cardboard boxes for the moving or the Home Depot to get some moving boxes. Uh huh. Yeah. Because once ten o'clock hits tonight, I will be putting on the winter coat. I will oh, be putting boy. on uh, the eye covering and the face covering and the the wow. leg covering, and I will be oh. going out there, Larry. And Good I will dream. not I will not come back in until I am confident that thing is gone. <laughs> I might be living in the backyard for a while. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. I don't well, have any Yankee post game to be watching. That's no, for you sure. sure don't. Oh, no, thank God. No. Thank God. For that. I'd rather be. I might take up with the bees. I might take up with the wasps. 
just so I can avoid watching it anymore. Those that nonsense. Oh no! I, I mean, I'm clearly I'm going to miss what Aaron Boone would say tonight. I, I'm, I'm, he's been so entertaining over the past couple of weeks, Gordon. Yeah. He's, he's been he's been you know illuminating. <laughs> he is he is funny to watch. I mean, it does give you a laugh. I don't know that he that's does. necessarily the role of a baseball manager. Answers I mean, with Aaron. It, it's 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 what can I come up with to try to protect the players? That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he does. Now I don't know what he's doing in the clubhouse. I ho- hope he's reaming them out for putting him in such a horrible situation. But well, that, well, that's what I it would, is. I would think though, if you if you can't even hint at something publicly that could be construed as criticism. Mm-hmm. I find it very hard to believe that when the cameras are not on and you're just sitting with people one-on-one or, or, or as the group of, of a team, that all of a sudden you're chewing them out. Like I, right. I, I find it hard to believe that they have a, only a problem with public criticism. Right. I would think that they're, if they're that sensitive to anything that could possibly be construed as... Uh, critic, you know, ripping them or throwing yes. them under the bus. Yes, I can't imagine that they like any type of criticism, even privately. Right. I find that hard to believe. Right, but but I do think they would deal with it privately a little better because they're going to be called into the office, as opposed to being lambasted on. Yes, I think it's a little different. I just think it's a one-on-one thing, and you know, you the door's closed, and Boone is having this conversation. I mean. Let's face it, Gordon. He can't. Even Aaron Boone could not w- ask Luis Severino in the office and say, "You know what? I was really encouraged by what I've seen from you." I mean, he's got to say something. He's got to be honest with him. Because here's the other thing: the players know they stink. They know they stink. They're not gonna. Be, they wouldn't respect him if he was trying to put a, a lipstick on the pig all the time. Yeah, but I don't know whether or not respect is. Um... I think they do know that, especially Severino. He's been public. He said that he 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 feels like the worst pitcher in baseball right now. Uh, I think that they look at it as well. We don't need to kick them when they're down. So we don't we don't need to. I, I don't know what the scenario would be that I would feel confident that they're going. I don't feel like when when Josh Donaldson was hitting doubles that he thought were home runs and he would end up on first base. I don't get, I'm not confident that they even shoot him out for that. And that's, that should be a basic thing that, Hey, don't do that. You're a veteran. You should know better, but I don't even think that they would, would, would rip him that way. I think, I I think that everything now and, and maybe at a time that the criticism publicly or privately was too much. I think that everything has swung now in the opposite direction and way too much in the opposite direction. There has to be more of a happy medium. So you really believe what a lot of fans are saying about there being no accountability on this team? Uh, it, it seems hard to believe that there is. I mean, they, yeah. they had the thing that when, what was it, like last week they came out and said that Donaldson wasn't going to be back anytime soon. And the next day he's out there taking batting practice. Yeah. Yep. That doesn't make the organization look good. The whole set, uh, the whole um, uh, Domingo Harmon situation doesn't seem like it's a it's a situation that there is a lot of accountability. Nor Rizzo. The Rizzo situation is probably oh, I mean, the worst one, of all. Uh, uh, the most obvious. They, the, the guy looked like he could not play baseball anymore, and it wasn't a one week or a two week thing. It was months. Yeah. And nobody thought that that was a possibility. How about with the, the hitting coach when Volpe had to go and, and hang out with Austin Wells and they yeah. watched simply watched video of how he was swinging when he was going well? Yep. 
They can tell you whatever they want, and they can want you to believe whatever they want. The results would lead you to believe that there is not much accountability. And, and we shall see if, the, if it does turn out that things are trending in the way of not making the playoffs this year, or as we've been talking and pointing out, not even finishing above 500. We will see what accountability there is. Well, you guys are in last place right now. Yeah. Well, look, they can they can spin last place because oh well, look look at how good the American League East is. Yes, we're a, if they finished you know seven games over five hundred. Yes, but we were playing in this great division. Or mm-hmm. if they just simply miss out on the playoffs, well, you can't make the playoffs all the time. To me, there is no way you can explain away finishing under five hundred. Right. And right now, what are they? Three games over. Yep. And, and just uh, lost two of three against the White Sox. The last series they won against anybody outside of the Royals and A's, I think might have been early June. Against Texas. Against Texas of all teams. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. It's been a while. And you and got those mighty Marlins this weekend. Right. I mean, once you lose to the White Sox, you everybody, anybody. You, you're going <laughs> to lose to anybody. Right. There's not too many teams. I don't know the Yankees schedule off the top of my head. I can't imagine they're playing many worse teams the rest of the way than the White Sox. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I tell you what, we'll step away, take some phone calls at 1-800-919-3776. Also hit us up on X, formerly Twitter, at Hardish to ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Gordon, you and I will check out that Yankee schedule next on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I would think a lot of Yankee fans. A little Glenn Fittich right about now. <laughs> well, I don't Fittich. know necessarily tonight. Tonight they can, they can kind of give, their, 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 give it a little rest because no, 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 no game. No, 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 no. You need it to get ready for tomorrow night's game against the yeah, Marlins, well, that, that, which is that, a game that. you would think you would win, and then you sit back and you're like, oh, it's one nothing again. What are we doing? You know, I would like to push back, you know, coming off the, the whole Clappish article where yes. if there's somebody to blame, it's going to be Boone. Yes. It seems like the general reaction, you correct me if I'm wrong, is, well, whoever they're going to get is just going to be a clone of Aaron Boone. And that very well might be the case. Mm-hmm. But you would have to think, usually when you fire a manager, you go with kind of the opposite. Of yes. what you just had. If you had a player's manager, you have more of a drill sergeant. If you had a drill sergeant, you have more of a player's manager. If the Yankees stumble and continue stump, I'm not even saying stumble, they continue to do what they do and mm-hmm. have been doing here for a while. If there's no rebound, if there's no playoff push, isn't it gonna kinda be hard to make a managerial change, which already feels like you're just picking a scapegoat. Right. It's not really his fault, it's the GM's fault. And then you're going to go out and, and bring in the same kind of guy, a guy who's never managed before, a guy who's exclu- is, is, is just basically taking orders from the front office. I would feel like they would almost have to go out and get somebody who either has a track record managing or has a name from their playing days that maybe hasn't managed before but has had success in their career. I don't think that they could simply go out, bring in another guy who has no managerial experience at all, who is just going to take orders from the front office and anybody's going to buy that as some sort of change. That's interesting. You said that Gordon, because I don't know this in this age of analytics, does that manager exist anymore? Can, can you, is there really a manager other than 
you know, the 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 older guys who have been who have been in this game a while, even they are starting to turn a little bit towards analytics. I mean, Showalter is is a guy that one of the attractions as a Met fan was that he would, you know, he's not going to just go along quietly with saying, I see what the numbers are saying. He's going to do a little gut check by his and look at his see what his eyes tells him and make some adjustments. So I, does that manager exist now with, with the way analytics and how dominant and this Yankee team, even though Clappett says they're moving away from analytics a little bit, how far are they moving? They, they, they Unless we see that this team changes how they put teams together as Han and Rosenberg were talking about earlier in for, you know, on the K show. Uh, I don't know if it makes a difference. Well, look, they're not going to get they're not going to get Bruce Bochy. No, right? I don't think Dusty Baker is going to be available. Nope. But there has to be a scaling back. There ha- there has to be a more level approach here, where it can't just simply be that they're going to go out and get another guy who's just taking orders from the front office. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, what's the point? Yep. It's just a, a completely cosmetic move. I, I, look, I, the name I'm sure, if they do move off Aaron Boone, I would think that one of the f- names that would get mentioned a lot, that would, I think, get the, the favor of Yankee fans and might be someone who the, the front office could deal with and all that type of stuff and likes mm-hmm. analytics, would be David Cohn. Right. David Cohn yeah. would seem to be, that's what I'm talking about, somebody who yes. has had a playing career, mm-hmm. who is not, is not anti-analytics, it's not right. anti-numbers, but right. also has a feel for the game. Now, he's never managed before. Mm-hmm. I, I would prefer to have somebody, any job, you'd like to have somebody who's done the job before. Well, then you just get him an experienced bench coach. That's yeah, what maybe. you'd have to do. You'd have maybe. to get him an experienced bench coach. But you know. I, it, there has to be, it cannot be the same kind of guy. And it feels like everybody, well, if you fire Boone, they're just going to bring in a, a carbon copy of Boone. Well, then... Then they're doomed. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? It was the wrong approach at the time, and uh, we've kind of seen that here. As the team has gotten worse, as the talent on the team has gotten worse, the results have gotten worse. <laughs> so um, if, you're, if you're just going to go and do the same thing over again, don't bother getting rid of Aaron Boone, I would guess. Well, could it be, could it be a carbon copy of Boone with better talent? I mean, well, once again, I, I, the talent is, is the issue here as yes. well as Boone. The talent is the issue. Yeah, I don't now look, Boone has I don't think he's getting the best out of the players that he has, but I don't look at him as being the primary reason for he he's a he's a symptom. He's not yeah, the, the exactly. real cause. Yeah. Um so I, I think whoever you get, you're gonna have to get better talent. That there's no question about it. and and whether or not they can really do that this offseason remains to be seen because if you're looking for some kind of giant makeover as we've, t- we've touched on before, there's certain pieces of this that are not going anywhere. Giancarlo yeah. Stanton's not going anywhere. DJ LeMayhew's not going anywhere. Um, Rizzo's not going anywhere, I, I don't think. So, but you can upgrade. Just You can get better talent just by getting a left fielder. <laughs> well, yeah. If, if you actually <laughs> had third three outfielders who could start or are starting outfielders, that would be a, a real improvement. Uh, yeah. Having a third baseman who can actually – Hit like a league average. I'm not even talking about a superstar. Just right. a league average third baseman. That would be a major upgrade. Major, major. So if you if you simply put together a starting nine that you looked at and said, "Hey, this is pretty good," that would be a major upgrade from where they were this year. Because this year they decided, well, you know, 
don't need a left fielder. We don't need a third base. We'll, we'll, we'll get by. That's crazy. Uh, narrator voice, they did not get by. Yes. That's going to be the beginning of the uh, Yankee highlight reel for the season. You know, when you do the year 2023? Mm. If only we had a, a left fielder. <laughs> if only we had. If only we had. That's the way it's going to be. 1-800-919-3776. Your calls are next, I promise, on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Little uh, 50th anniversary of Rap Tomorrow at the stadium. Our Peter Rosenberg involved in the celebration. Boy, I tell you. Gordon, when we first heard the Sugar Hill Gang back in the day, we never thought. No. 50 years later, we'd still 50 be celebrating. 50 years later. 50 years later, we'd still be celebrating. And you know what's funny? Uh, as people know, I attended City College of New York. We're in the same class, me and a very, very famous rapper. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Still, uh, He's playing basketball. Really? I love that basketball. We used to see each other on campus all the time. Absolutely. Didn't know that. Yes. Wow. Yes. He's a City College alum like me. Yeah. Yeah. After all this time working together, you still have so many secrets, Larry Hardison. Oh, I, I have a ton of secrets. My, my, I, my Whatever pro- you do, don't tell like Ray Santiago any of them. Oh. Because you know where they'll go. <laughs> he texted me this morning, by the way. Uh-huh. Yes, he did. He's probably fishing for more information. <laughs> Getting somebody else in a fight. Take that, hardesty. <laughs> Take that, hardesty. Uh, that was for Larry. As long as you say my name right, we're good. <laughs> as long as you say it right, I, I, I got no issues. Uh, part of the folks also on that program tomorrow, Gordon, Marley Marl, who I worked with at another station. Mm-hmm. Chuck Chillout, who I worked with. At the are you, station. I mean, are you going to be like no, no, side no, no, by no, side no. with Peter? Because no, it no, feels no, no, like. No, 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 no. I just walked in the shadow of those greats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I did. I walked right. in the shadow, you okay. know, but that was what's funny. That was how, you know, rap and sports start to merge, Gordon. It really started yeah. to be, you know, and, and you think, really, you think of like Allen Iverson was, was one of the early players that really involved himself with rappers because he wanted to rap. I remember having this this, this um, discussion with Chuck D. He and I did a show years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, and we were talking about the, the relationship between basket, basketball, specifically at that time, but sports and rap music. And it, it just continues. It really continues. Oh, enough about me. Let's go to the phones. Right. 1-800-919-3776. James in the car. What's up, James? You're up first on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, you guys. Thanks for taking a call. Uh, just want to talk about the Yankees. Really, really sad state of affairs. I think the uh, the best way to put it with Cashman is the organization just seems to be stale. 30 years of him just seems to run its course. And I think for that case alone, you got to kind of try and make a change. I also don't understand baseball. Like, I hate the analytics route. And... Now you get a guy that hates, you know, 250 with 30 home runs and he's at 85 RBIs and he's an all-star. Back in the 90s, the early 2000s, the guy hit 30 home runs. He drove in 125 RBIs because people got on base. It doesn't happen anymore. 
Well, I'll say this, James, and thanks for the phone call. Yankees got plenty of people on base. They're just driving them in. So people are getting on base. And once again, listen, hate to tell you folks, analytics is not going anywhere. It's here to stay. Now, it may be modified. It could be Gordon-like, you know, Phil Jackson running the triangle offense, and the triangle offense has evolved. And you look at how that triangle offense is so outdated, and everybody else that's running it has even more movement than that has. But analytics are going to be here. It's not leaving. It's not going anywhere. And keep in mind, Brian Cashman is given the blame for the analytics of the Yankees, which is rightfully so. He's the he's the head of the organization in terms of who's doing what uh, and how much they rely on whatever. But I think the reason why he has done that is because he knows that the owner of the team believes in analytics. Brian yeah. Cashman did yeah. not come up as some Bill James disciple. He has done that over time, and he's a... And look, that's a that's a very powerful position. You have to be able to to read the writing on the wall, and if you have to adapt to having more of a a numbers based approach, that is what he's done. Now, again, the, he's right that it's gotten stale. This is what ha- the, the Yankees have not been great for thirty years, and it's been mm-hmm. the same all the time. There's been ebbs and flows. In 2013, 2014, that range. They were winning about 85 games a year. They weren't great teams. They really weren't competing for championships. The Yankees had a, a, a fresh window of opportunity starting in 2017. They've tried to put it over the top with Stanton or Cole or all the moves that they've made. Those moves have not gotten them over the top. And now they're going to have to take it back a little bit. Yeah. Because that window of opportunity is closed and they've gotten old. And what happens when you get old? You're paying guys too much. You're locked yep. in for too long and too brittle, all those type of things. So uh, he's not wrong. All right, Gordon, I want you to repeat after me. Take uh-huh. a deep breath. Okay. Woosa. 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 Okay. Here's Mike in Bergenfield. Mike was the one that gave you the advice about the Oh, Mike, you get this guy out of here. <laughs> What are you happened? working for big white vinegar? What are you doing, Mike? You got a white vinegar yeah. stand or something? I, I mean, did you did you confirm that they're regular mud wasps or are they cicada killers? Because I, I don't. <laughs> I didn't fingerprint them, Mike. Well, the they're they're wasps. Are... They're, they're some form of wasp. Cicada killers. What, what are we talking about here? They're a different species, and uh, I, I you saturated the nest. Saturated with warm, warm water and vinegar. And yes. it didn't kill them. You got a problem, pal. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, I know I got call. a problem, Mike. That was I, great. I, I, <laughs> hand to God, I saturate. What would I do? A DNA testing on the wasp now, Larry? What the hell am I doing? Don't worry. I got for anybody who's on hold who's got any more suggestions. I don't need any more suggestions. Well, hold have, on, hold on, I have Gordon. Gotten the, I now ha- I have seen the light, and I know how to solve this problem. Well, well, Tom had Tom in Jersey has has a perfect solution for uh-huh. you. Perfect, right, Tom. Perfect. Go ahead, Tom. Give it to me, Tom. Hey guys, great show this afternoon. I was in the grocery store when you started this whole thing, and I come out laughing my butt off. So I'm going to read it to you. There's a black can of raid. If the guy didn't tell you that's what to get. It's a black can of raid. Wasp and hornet shoots up to 22 feet. You can watch them die right in front of you. You don't have to get near them. Ooh. All right. Well, uh, if too I, late. If I, if I, yeah, too late. <laughs> too Thanks, late. Tom. Tom, if I if somehow this plan does not work, I I, I might start spraying myself. Uh, I'm, I might have to move. That might be the next step, Larry. I might have to put the for sale sign. 
I just have this vision of you standing behind like a, a, a flamethrower. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, like Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Exactly. Everything goes. <laughs> everything. Everything goes. Well, look, it looks like the bush is dying anyway. I may as well set it on fire, get some, get some uh, appreciation out of this, you know? Spike is in St. Pete. Hey, Spike, you're next on 98.7. Spike? Uh-oh. Okay. There, there we you go. go. Okay, flamethrower okay. was my idea. That's what they used in the original version, the black and white version of Godzilla. Get the flamethrowers out. Uh, I think, are you going to D-E-E-T, to DEET, Poison DEET? I'm not going to get into any specifics. Uh, I will just let you know that we have, we, have a, we have a plan in place. We have a concoction okay. in place. And the okay. concoction is, uh, it's, it's formulated. It's, it's brewing as we speak. Wow. And it is, <laughs> it is going to work. All right. Well, I hope it's uh, I hope it's industrial strength deep because they'll, uh, they'll they'll die after that. Now I don't know what will happen to your bush, but I right. kind of bush is done. You putting, yeah, yeah, the yeah, bu- bush I is feel like the bush is already it, the bush is collateral gone. damage. Yeah, yeah, the bush is done. Yeah, perfect I, term. Perfect term. Right? I could see you with the with your buddy at the, at when the sun goes down, getting the winch out and, and grabbing the bush by the back and dragging it all the way out and <laughs> dropping it <somewhere. laughs> well, in, the, in the middle of you're in Denver, I think in the middle of 23 or so, well, whatever's down there. But anyway, I don't know how much a, a fully grown bush is going to cost, but I, I'm sure my wife has already Googled it and, and knows exactly. And she's just putting it on my tab as a result. Yes. Of well, you know what's, you know what's going to happen. It's, it's going to wind up. If you would have initially, she's going to hit you with this. Uh, if you would have called the exterminator, like I told you to begin with, but look how much fun and how much content you're, you're driving. Well, one, one, one last to comment. It's so such a relief not to have to watch the Yankees because I'm counting. To, I'm counting. Football's going to start. I'll watch a little bit. I watch football. Um, you know, it's a, it's gotten under my skin a little bit. Maybe because a couple of people I know had, had bad injuries, and maybe the incident last year with the young man from Buffalo. Um, you know, that just, uh, that was very powerful, that whole episode. And thank God he's okay. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I have granddaughters, but if I had grandsons, but, uh, I don't know if Jack, you said is doing the javelin. So uh, javelin Jack, that's kind of a cool name. And I've seen some videos. He looks like it goes pretty good on that. But anyway, listen, this has been very entertaining. Uh, when are you, are you on Saturday? Uh, this week, Gordon? Yep, I'm on Saturday. I'll be filling in for uh, Dan Grasso this week. A little okay, so we're going to get we're going to get a full report on the uh, yes. unless you post a video. I'll, I'll check it out. But it's been a good laugh, boys, and it, it cuts the Yankee losing, uh, uh, cuts it, and then the Mets. Larry, thank you for flying Lufthansa. You know <laughs> exactly. All right, Spike. Thanks for the phone call, Gordon. I tell you, um, it takes a real partner to sacrifice yourself for the good of the content right. of the program. Yes, it really I, does. I'd like to pretend that that's what I'm doing, but <laughs> if, I, if it were, if I had my druthers, I'd rather this been a two second thing uh, that uh, that was over back on Monday, back when I, I got stung or whenever it was. That was, I that was last Friday. You know, it still is itchy. Yeah, can I, t- can I share itchy. something with you? That was last Friday. Gordon? So that's almost a full week. As soon as you started talking about them at the top of the show. <laughs> My my left arm just started itching. Just, just you like start getting tingles. Yep. It's mental. It is. It's, it's yep. as much mental as it is physical. This is what this is what athletes talk about and doctors talk about when they say, "No, you're healed, but not up in your mind. You're still wow. injured in your mind." You know the heal the, the injury is good. 
you got to get it out of your head. So right now, you mentioned wasp. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm starting to itch. I'm starting to itch. Oh, I'm, I had a tube. Tube's almost gone. Okay, well, then you, you have to be healed, right? You, you have know, to be pretty close. I got to get more clear. More yeah. clear. Yeah. More clear. I hope my, hopefully my head doesn't swell like somebody else I know. one 800 Or my arms go huge. I'm like, what happened? Wow. More of your calls next on 9870 ESPN. Did you confirm that they're regular mud wasps or are they cicada killers? Because I, I, don't, I didn't <laughs> fingerprint them, Mike. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. One of my all-time favorites. Biggie. Love it. My, my favorite Biggie is, I love it when you call me Big Papa. Right. Oh, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one for me. I love it. Love it. Love it. 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, I got to tell you, I, I, I know that's really not good etiquette for the host to laugh out loud on the air right. like that. Sure. I understand. Oh, no, I appreciate it. It's but, a, it's but, okay. but when the guy asked you, are you sure what species of wasp? Like you were going no. in there with a magnifying glass. Right, no. Find out what they were. I when he no... never said that when he first offered, he exactly. never said they had to be a specific exactly. brand of wasp. Oh, he just that... said it would do the job. The other ones, that the white vinegar only makes them more powerful. Uh, I didn't realize that you were dealing with, what is it, cicada killers? Or what yeah. are you working for big white vinegar? What are you doing? I will say this. I give him credit for calling in. Give him credit I, yeah. for calling in. I give him credit. I give him credit for that. Back you to got the phones. A problem, pal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me right something I don't know. Right. <laughs> I got a lot of problems, and the white vinegar did not help any of them. <laughs> Supposed to be a cure-all, did not cure anything. No, it did. It made the matters worse. It was <sighs> like the Met bullpen. Right. <laughs> it came in. Brought kerosene could, to the I fire. could use, yeah, no, see, I could use the Met bullpen. They bring their kerosene with them <laughs> right up. No problem. Done. Done. Easy. Al's in Maplewood. What's up, Al? Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? We got you, Al. All right. Thanks for having me. Uh, I have a couple of things to say, and I'll actually touch on the whole wasp thing later. First, analytics. Is it me or the Yankees using analytics as if they're the only ones that have analytics? People look at their players. They don't even need special analytics to know how to pitch to them. It's, it's like they're absolutely right. I'm yeah. like, like, yeah, they're using analytics. Yes, so is everybody else. And they know your players only swing one way, up and out. So I'm not going to give you anything to hit. It's, it's not complicated. Now, can you imagine – the team when Bernie and Derek were on and we were using analytics with that team, oh, my God, they'd hit 300 because they were all situational hitters. They could hit home runs. They could hit within the gap. If there was a shift, they'd hit it the other way. They could bunt. This group right here, nah, they're not that skilled. And that's why it all falls on Cashman. He doesn't have players that could actually benefit from analytics. They're, they're just one-dimensional. Now, the second thing I want to ask, this is a question, and I was chatting with the, the guy who actually let me on, and he was cracking me up. Stanton, can we have a Bobby Bonilla situation with him where we just Bobby Bonilla Stanton and just pay him off? You know, what do you think? Is that, is that, is that something we should consider? Because seeing yes. him run around the bases <laughs> is painful. 
You should consider it, Gordon. Thanks, Al, for the phone call. You should consider it. <laughs> Pay him off. <laughs> yeah, well, he don't want to retire is the problem. That's um, okay. Listen. You know, if, if the Yankees could get into a situation where they, they could stretch that out or something like that that would give them more flexibility. If this is what he's going to be, I'm sure they'll tell you, oh, no, he, he's going to come back next year. He's going to be a prediction, Larry. Mm-hmm. Spring training, 2024, Giancarlo Stanton is in the best shape of his life. Yes. Yep. He's more flexible. His yep. legs, he's, he's done this thing with his legs now. That's right. To get more speed factor in there. Yes. And on April 20th, IL. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, you take a look at the last two years. Uh, he, he had a, an OPS plus last year of 114 in 110 games this year he's played 65 games he has an ops plus of 101 so he's been like a league average player and And this is a guy who's making 25 million just from the yankees yeah that's right and miami's still paying part of his salary yeah and uh he is on the problem is he has a bonilla deal already he's getting paid for four more years No, you don't have a Bonilla deal. You no, don't have a yeah, Bonilla that would be deal. Another fifty. Years, he's, got right. another, he's got another twenty-one. Man, that must <laughs> be nice to be that. Bobby Bonilla. You just walk out to the mailbox every year. Every was it June first, July first, whatever it, it is. Yep. There it is. Boom! Another check. cool mill. Oh, that's nice. You know what? It's like lottery for life. <laughs> yeah, it really is. A win for life. It's win for life. It's what it is. It's what it is. Uh, Tommy's in Long Island. What's up, Tommy? Hello, my friend. How you doing? Hey, Tommy. Um, I want to talk about hard knocks, but I'm going to tell you one thing about with your washness. Gasoline Uh-oh. in the match always works. <laughs> Gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, a nuclear bomb would also work, Tommy. But I, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to, you know, I'm trying to save the backyard because I then know, when I have I'm... the big burned out bush, then what do I? I got to remove the bush. I got to get a new bush. It's a whole thing. I know. I'm, what sounds like a bush is screwed already. <laughs> anyway, I was kidding. Uh, about hard knocks. Um, yes. What's your take on? Um, I think um, Aaron Rodgers looks very comfortable with the Jets. And what do you think about that? Uh, thanks well, for the phone call, Tommy. He, he did look very comfortable. Uh, I'm curious to see the next episode if they showed the practice from yesterday. <laughs> if he still looks that comfortable, but it was clear the first one was definitely the the Aaron Rodgers show, Gordon. It was it was it was all about Aaron Rodgers. It was Aaron Rodgers being sociable with the guys. It was Aaron Rodgers once again the everything he has done every single thing right, Gordon. Since he landed and walked into one jet drive to the Jets facility, he's been the perfect teammate. Well, he's the he's the savior. I mean, the takeaway you had from that episode was the Jets had the worst quarterback in the history of quarterbacks, and now they have one of the most decorated quarterbacks. He's the same. And and even guys on the team, it seemed like they were kind of looking up to him and and admiring him. Oh, I I, I watched you play my entire life. And they were almost in awe uh, of Aaron Rodgers. So this, he should feel comfortable. I mean, how would he not feel comfortable? He's gotten everything he's wanted. Yep. He's, he, he picked his spot. He got there. This is the easy part. It is. Just go out and win. Ira's in Staten Island. What's up, I? Hey, what's happening, Larry Gordon? Ira. Gordon, don't worry about don't worry about the wasps because 
when I heard Salah start mentioning that they're thinking about moving Tucker to tackle, I felt like I got attacked by a, a hornet's nest because, <laughs> you know, it, it's like you, you invest $100 million in a quarterback, and now all of a sudden, like three and a half weeks before the opener, now you're starting to shift, possibly thinking about shifting around your offensive line. And, Larry, we've talked about this for weeks now since camp opened up. Yep. And like you just like you just referenced yesterday's practice, yeah, I get it. It's a joint practice. It's control. Like, but if this guy's kind of having to get flushed out of the pocket in a, in a joint practice, that's not a good thing when you're going to start having people lining up and they're actually stunting and they're, they're planning to attack your weak spots. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, I'll tell you the truth, with all the positivity and – I'm still going to kind of keep, you know, my expectations where they are. Uh, I am getting, I have, there's a little bit of a chip in the armor. I, I am concerned about this offensive line and just the things I've seen and the little that they do in practice anyway. I can't wait to, to get out there next Wednesday and watch them go against the Bucks and, mm-hmm. and see what they really do against, like, another team and the first team offensive line, whatever that might be. Yeah. But I think this is something that I think Jet fans, they better just kind of, Stop talking about the Super Bowl, and let's hopefully that you can protect the quarterback. Well, I'll tell you this, Iron. Thanks for the phone call. I don't know many Jet fans who weren't concerned about this offensive line. You were concerned about it, too. You just saw a couple of practices, and they looked good. But that's why you can't judge the preseason until when everybody plays, when it's either the last – it used to be the third preseason game, Gordon. Now it's the joint practices. This is where you find out. Because once again, on on the the practices with offense and defense, everybody knows what everybody does. Okay, you know the defense. They know the offense. All right? They know. They practice it. You go against each other every day. But it's when you face somebody else. That's when you really find out what's going on. And listen, they got a rude awakening. That offensive line is not good. But we knew that anyway, Gordon. Yeah. And, and they have been confident and have said repeatedly that they expect that, that Dwayne Brown, the left tackle, will be back for week one. Yes. So as long as that, can, if that continues to be the case, that should take some of your concern. Not all, but some of your concern because he's been hurt a lot. He's older now. Mm-hmm. If it ever turns out to be the case where they say he's not going to be ready for week one. Oh, boy. That's when the full-blown bo- full panic will take place. We'll continue the conversation on 98.7 ESPN. Woosah. 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 Woosah.